You're listening to the Horrified Chicken Podcast. Warning, spoilers, and explicit language. We went to see tonight. We actually got to go to the movies to see a uh, new release. Get Out. 2017. 2017. It's a new release, so obviously it's 2017. Now, someone could be listening to this in 2020. All right. So in 2017, it's a new release, the film Get Out. And um, it's an unusual thing. We don't normally get to go to the movies like this, so it was kind of a treat. A babysitter because it was our 20-year wedding anniversary. Aw, thank you for congratulating me, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> we know we don't sound like we've been married for 20 years. We're that we sound old so enough. young. Yeah. But. <laughs> but yeah, so it was nice to, to be able to do that. Got to dinner, go to a movie, come home. Nobody's here other than loud dogs that have been alone for a while. So like I said, you may hear those. You may hear dog barking, dog walking, dog groaning. Clicking, clacking. Clickety, clackety. Uh, hardwood floor. So, But if we, we can't wait all night for the dog. No, to get, we have to get record now. Yeah. I think the dog is mostly tired. Seems that way. Um, so, like I said, we got to go to the movie. I will say that, though I do like going to the movies, tonight it was a little irritating at parts. because I mean, there, was, there was some people talking. There were some people right behind us talking. Yeah, that was annoying. And there was like a group of cackling girls in the beginning of the movie. They talked, yeah, in the beginning for a while. There's the dog. I think I have to let him out. All right. All right, we're back from our quick intermission. Um, so, I anyways, gave the puppies carrots, and now they're happy. Yeah, um, it 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 wasn't a bad experience. It was just the cackling girls in the in the well, back. Well, it's was, like movie theater experience. There's always like somebody kind of pisses you off, and you want to be like, "Shh, we're watching a movie." But we don't. But we don't. I do. I have <clears throat> in in the past a couple times, but I didn't tonight. Yeah, it wasn't bad. No, it's just a little chitty chat, and then the girl behind us was like predicting what they would say, yeah, which was really that was annoying. fucking annoying. Or she's seen it before. Yeah, oh, that pissed me off. I wanted to turn around and be like, shut up. Although, like you had said at, when we got out of there, that it was a little bit of a predictable movie. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, and you, and Nicole kept trying to... <laughs> Like we, because we were, it was probably like a twenty minute drive, and then we went and had a little appetizer afterwards and a and a drink, and she kept trying to talk about it a little bit, and I was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, give her short answers. So like, just wait till we podcast. So, um, but I I will say it was a good movie. I did enjoy it. Yeah, it was a good movie. <laughs> Excuse me. See, I'm moving away from the mic when I burp now. That's good. Um, but uh. So yeah. Anyways, the the movie was good. I thought it. I stayed awake, which is a good thing because, as I've mentioned on the show before, I have a really hard time, especially in the movie theater. I usually always fall asleep because the lights are out, but I only slightly nodded off once. There was about- like, this is what I want to know. So there was like two little jump scare things in it, and I want to know if they are more effective in the movies than when we watch them at home. I didn't think I, I know what t- uh, part you're talking about, and they play like 
a, like a yeah, yeah music to, to kind like, of thing too to like make you jump a little. Right. Yeah. No, I didn't jump. Oh, okay. Because see, I think it would have been more effective if those girls weren't talking. I thought it would have been more effective without the music kind of, you know, trying to, yeah. you know, basically telling you that it was a spooky part. Scene. Yeah. So. Well, they did it simultaneous. Sim- simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best, honestly, the best part of the movies for me is the popcorn. I, oh, I thoroughly enjoyed the popcorn. Yeah. That's not the best part of the movie. The best part of the movie is the movie, Sean. No, well, I meant the experience of being there because I, I really do. I like watching movies at home, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm more comfortable. So why don't you just give like a brief description of what the movie is okay. and then we'll get into it. So the movie is about interracial couples. Uh, it's a black man and he has a white girlfriend and they're going to meet her parents. Well, he's going to meet her parents. He's concerned about it and they're going to do it. And then they get there and then everything just spirals from there. And that's it. That's the story. That's the whole movie. You don't even have to see it now. That's what it's about. That's very quick and nutshelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I guess that's a quick nutshell of what the movie is about. It does, from that point on, it definitely does downward spiral. And uh, so when they they go to, well, before they go to meet the parents, like you said, he's, he is very concerned about it. And she's like, relax, you know, but it's not a big My deal. My father would have voted for Obama for a third term. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's comforting. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like when someone says, oh, yeah, um, I've, I've got a lot of black friends at work. Right. It's like mm-hmm. the same thing, just kind of comfort type thing. Um, so but he's like, OK. And um, so they drive out and they're living, I think, in New York City. So they have to drive. It seems like suburbs outside of New York. Yeah. Yeah. And they hit a deer. So they're out rural area kind of because mm-hmm. they live. Her parents live on a lake. Yeah. It's like a ritzy area. Yeah. Ritzy area. Money, and- money. Right, and he even kind of says like the nearest neighbor is across the other side of the lake, so it's very secluded as well. Right. Um, actually, let's back up before we even see any of that. The, the The movie opens up with a black man walking down the street. Right. And a, in a ritzy neighborhood. In a ritzy neighborhood, and he he um, kind of makes reference talking to himself, like, oh, I, you know, this isn't the." Like he feels out of place in the neighborhood. And there's and a like fancy car following him. And then he gets uh, beat over the head and taken. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. get beaten over the head. He gets knocked out. No, strangled out. Choke hold. Yeah, we get, yeah. Choke. He gets choke. Choke holded. He gets the rear naked choke. The rear naked choke until he passes out and then put in a trunk. Right. But how long do you really pass out from a rear naked choke, do you think? Like long enough to drive in a trunk all the way to the ritzy no, neighborhood? But lo- no, but long enough, usually when that happens. Well, you- like when you watch your fights and they rear naked choke someone, <laughs> they're not out for like the night. No, it's... For like a minute. Like, usually not even. So a he minute. was like in a in a trunk. I mean, he would have come out yeah. swinging, right? Um. Well, I mean, when... when uh, you know, because we find out it's the brother that did it. Yeah. Uh, well, by the time he gets into the house, they have guns and and stuff like that. I mean, there's no can... guns there. They're they're liberals. They're anti guns. There's no guns. You don't. Did you oh, not wait. remember the ending? That's right. There were guns. Um, so that's how it that's how it starts. You don't know that it's the brother. You don't see the person because he wears a fucking helmet. 
a steel helmet. You don't have to swear, Sean. <laughs> um, <laughs> was wear... it like a welder's helmet? No, it was like um, a superhero helmet. It, it was like a medieval knight's helmet. Oh, that's right. He was going to joust. But you don't really notice it. They you don't just really notice he's got it. something on his head. You, yeah. you see it at the end, towards the end of the movie. Uh, but that's how, so that's how the film starts. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it yeah. It was very, um, let's also say, it's this really isn't a horror movie. No, I would call this a thriller a th- or a suspense. Not even suspense, a thriller. But I would not categorize this as a horror movie. No, definitely not. Um, I mean, you know, but other you people thought- may have, but it didn't really... I don't know. It doesn't. It wasn't scary. It wasn't like horror movie ish to me. But you said that the like the production company or is, whatever they make all horror movies. Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. So or they make mostly horror movies. But, well, okay, no, wait. Every horror movie that I oh, this just needs to be cut out. It's not. Gonna they make a lot of horror movies. Yeah, it's not going to get cut out. <laughs> I've already got a lot of editing to do in this. The dog just from keeps the barking dog. and swearing and burping in the microphones yeah. and. Um. So th- I, but I like that opening. I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, then we get into to Chris and Rose, <laughs> and and the uncomfortableness of him having to go. And he has. But they a- try to make him feel comfortable. Maybe a little too much. Make him feel comfortable. Her parents do. Her parents' names are Missy. And Dean, which I don't even really remember them saying their names much. Yeah, I think in the beginning. And Dean maybe. is a neurosurgeon, and Missy is a therapist or a psychologist or something or a psychiatrist, something or, like that. Yeah, she can hypnotize people. Right, which is the big thing in the movie. Yeah. So, um, funny thing, last week we couldn't record. And we had like some problems and having to stop the movie and stop the recording because of our children. Our this, teenager. Our teenager. This week, it's our puppy dog. Our puppy. He is wild. Yep. Hear him? He's wild. He's chasing the cat. He's running around squeaking toys. He's supposed to be sleeping. So it's just funny. Two weeks in a row, craziness going on. Yeah. So hopefully it's not coming out coming through too loud um you know what's funny too is in the in the trailer when you watch the trailer and you see that <laughs> you see the part when they hit the deer and the policeman comes and you and it almost makes it seem like that's a really like i felt like this policeman's gonna have part of it and he really doesn't it's no. just like i think you had mentioned it afterwards it, it was like a lot of like racial injustices i guess or yeah you know through the movie it was just basically like him being profiled because right. he wanted to see his license and everything but the deer being maybe hit, seen like uh glimpsing because you can't really like glimpsing maybe a little bit what it's like to be um how uncomfortable it feels to be a black person in like with all white people right that's what it you know like it they did get that across pretty good like how like it just felt not not you know what i mean like as far as the movie could go but they did like you could definitely feel his discomfort yeah yeah Yeah, it felt and it felt very real they did a really good job with it i thought i thought the guy who played chris was a really good actor yeah um actually i thought 
for the most part, mostly Everybody was pretty did, good acting. Yeah. The brother was a little over the top for he me. He was in another horror movie I watched that um, that I really liked, uh, and I was trying to play some for half the movie, and then I remembered it was like, oh my gosh, and I can't remember the name of it. I think it was like Viral or Anti-Vax or something like that. It was like this drug company one. I don't know. It was really good. Well, you know what? I guess it wasn't his acting; it was the character. Yeah, he the actually, character he, was so disorganized. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So, and I didn't, I didn't like the character at all. But so, I guess the acting was fine. But I think it, you weren't supposed to like him, right? Um, and and the and the parents, like the father, was super kind of like trying to be all cool and hip with the with uh, Chris. Which Rose thought was un wasn't normal of her parents and stuff like that. You know what I she mean? She just thought they were being over the top, and she complained about it to them. And yeah, yeah. So it was an uncomfortable thing. And when they got there, well, no, we were talking about the deer and the cop getting hit. So the cop that that's what that part kind of covered was just the you know the feeling he had as a black man and being profiled or whatever. But the deer. Well, getting, it seemed like he was used to it, and she was sticking up for him. Right. But the deer part, the deer getting hit had a significant role in this movie or right. or, or with his, well, with his background. Yeah, he like because he goes and finds the deer and it's dying and he sort of is staring it down. There's like a little scene of that. Yeah. And then it sort of comes into play later on. Right. Um, when they do get to the house, they pull in and there's a black groundskeeper. Which I think kind of sets his him off. His name is Walter. Walter, and it and it kind of sets Chris like kind of like really okay. This is kind of cliche. This you know, like nice house, white people, and and black and, and black servants because there's a um, black housekeeper, um, and and she's there. Georgina. Georgina. So when he they meet the parents and the parents are very accepting of them. They're very nice. They're a little over the top. The father the is. The father is. Um, yeah. So they have dinner, the brother comes, and you get the brother just seems like unhinged a little, a little crazy, a little unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be an editing fucking nightmare. <laughs> Holy shit. Sorry, I got the sneezes. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a little unhinged. He's the kind of the wild child of the of the family, I guess. It, they're kind of making out, and and he. That's why you ask. They're kind of making out or making it out. M- making it out that, yeah. He, he walks <laughs> he in and he starts making out. Starts making out with his sister, yeah, and so nice. and Chris is like, "What the fuck is with these people?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he starts. He kind of starts putting the screws to Chris at the dinner table immediately. Yeah. Immediately, kind of put. And you it get to like, un- you understand why later, but at the time you're like, "What a dick." But then later you realize, oh, it's just because this is just another person that they're bringing in to do their little fun yeah, thing. Yeah, and, and Chris is like, you know, a fan of, you know, MMA and ask, or not Chris, but the brother. Yeah, the brother's name is uh, Jeremy. Yeah, I didn't even write it down because he was a dick. Jeremy, the we can just call him Dick. Okay, the Dick. 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 Uh, Jeremy Dick. He starts asking him about, you know, oh, you like MMA to Chris? And Chris is like, no, it's, I'm not really into it. And he's, at, he's and he's saying, well, you, you know, you're built. You'd be a, what does he say? You'd be a freaking beast, man, or something like that. Again, this, I think, coming into play later in the movie, that, that question, as I thought about it, after, like after we had seen it, uh, mom breaks it up. 
And she wants, and the father even notices him twitching his hands earlier and asks if he's a smoker. And, and, and Chris says, yeah, I'm trying to quit. Well, he says the mom can hypnotize him or, or do hypnosis to, to, to make him quit, to make him quit. And he's like, nah, man, I'm good. Yeah, he's good. And he's, and, uh, but that night they go to bed yeah. and, uh, he wakes up and he being a former smoke. smoker, I know. You know, you're at someone's house where it's not really accepted and you're trying to, you want to sneak out at night and, and have a smoke. And he Sean goes, was also hypnotized to quit smoking and um, then bad things happened to him. So see, moral of the story, never smoke. That's not true. That's not true. Sean <laughs> did try probably every other way of doing it. Um, acupuncture. Acupuncture worked. It really what worked is just wanting to do it. But... You remember I did do the patch and you weren't supposed, I think you weren't supposed to sleep with them and I did and I would have freaking messed up dreams. Yes, I remember that. I would have really messed up dreams from those nicotine patches. Anyways, moving forward, um, when he sneaks out for the smoke, the groundskeeper just comes out of nowhere and just freaking running crazy fast at him. Yeah. And he looked kind of like he was like a robot or something. Yeah, it was, was freaky. It was pretty freaky. good scene. And as he ru- yeah, and he runs at him. And he and Chris is just kind of uh, a little sketched out by well, it. Well, who wouldn't be sketched out by yeah, it? That was weird. Because it was supposed to be in the middle of the night. And he comes in, and this is where what's her what's her name Missy puts her yeah puts Missy her, mom uh, hooks into Chris into him has him sit down she startles him sit down and let's let's talk and she, what she really does is she hypnotizes him. Yeah. Yeah, with a teacup. With and a teacup. But you know what I'm thinking is she do that. Like who could just hypnotize someone with a teacup and a spoon? Well, because Because I would do it all the time. If you could just do that, just yeah. stir your stir your spoon around a teacup. And then just hypnotize all of you. I hate that fucking sound too. I was thinking that when I was watching it. I don't like the sound of it. Like what did she do? She talked to him a little bit and then she just stirs her spoon and it hypnotizes well, him. It must be a magic teacup. She well, she said, Hey, come sit down with me for a minute and he looked a little weird out by it. Like and I'm thinking, like, is she gonna like is she putting the fucking moves on him or or is that what's gonna seem like when the dad walks in? That's what I was thinking. No, I wasn't thinking that I Figured she was hypnotizing him because well, I saw the preview. That's because I have a man's brain. Oh. So that's is why, that what it that's is? That's why I was thinking that. I was like, oh, shit. I did not think that at all. He's going to sit down. She's going to, like, put her hand on his thigh. And oh, it's going to get weird. You really went into the right, like, right into sex, yeah. sex slaves. <laughs> Just like his friend kept saying. You went yeah. right to sex slave mode. His friend, um, Rod, keeps saying that they all these rich white people are stealing black men for sex slaves. Yeah. And that's what Sean thought. So I guess that's a man thought because I did not think that. I thought she's going to hypnotize him. Yeah. And her. she and she did. And she did. And it was weird and I don't understand how that hypnotized him. That was just sort of well, strange. Well, he cuz she asked I think she asked him something about did you do you know about her or whatever and he's like, "Oh, I've seen, you know, this or that." And she's like, "Oh, you watch too many movies." And what she's doing is she starts getting him kind of comfortable as she's stirring the spoon mm. in there. And there's something to do with it. Um, there's like some project that the grandfather had started. We find out later on in the movie. Right. So I don't know if, if it, I don't know. I thought it was cool the way she it, did it. It was cool. It's just, was yeah, it was cool. So she hypnotized him. He falls into like a 
what do they call it? The dark space or something? Something like that. I don't remember. Where he can, it, it's like he's in all these, in this dark room and he can just see like a window and he's hypnotized. So He's he, paralyzed. Basically. Yeah, basically he's paralyzed. And then he wakes up the next morning and he thinks it's all a dream. And so then he goes and does his thing and then he's talking to Walter, the guy who is running all crazy at him. And Walter says, sorry, I scared you last night doing my exercises. And now he's like, wait a minute, that wasn't a dream. And then he and then Walter says, I hope that Missy helped you when she was talking to you. And then so now he's realizing something happened, but he doesn't really remember. Yeah, he feels like he like something happened. But and. He also felt like because Walter, the uh, groundskeeper, had said something about Rose. And so he told Rose when they're upstairs in the bedroom, he's like, look. Yeah, I, he, he said that Rose was really special or beautiful or something like he said something nice about her. Yeah. yeah. Which made Chris think that 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 Walter had a, had had a, a thing for had her. A thing for her. Um, so that that made him feel a little un, uneasy. Yeah. And he has a run in. I, I don't know if it's before or after this with with Georgina. Yeah, because he keeps his phone is not charged. Like every time he puts it on charge, he comes in and someone is taking it off. And also there's like a little door, like a little closet in the room and it, and every time he looks that door is open too. See, I didn't I didn't realize When he woke that. up that morning it was open and then another time it was open. So there was like three times I think where they showed it it was open. Okay. I never noticed that till the end when he actually go when he like is like what the hell's in here? Yeah, when he wakes up that morning after the hypnotizing, he looks that way and that door is open. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's thinking something's weird with Georgina and um Walter and obviously as theater goers or movie watchers, you know there's something ain't right. Yeah. They seem right. like okay, they've been hypnotized hypnotized. Like they're something. under some sort of spell or under control or something. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and then yeah. they find out there's a big party that day. Well, they find out the day before, but everybody's coming for this big party that his grand or her Rose's grandfather would do every year and yada, yada, yada. And basically a lot of fucked up white people come. Old white people. Um, they have a lot of money. Rich white people. Yeah, Rich whole, white people. You know yeah. what it looked like? It looked like, um, like the president's motorcade that was yeah it was all like in. nice black cars big black limousines yeah and suvs come pulling in yeah and- in there so it's all these old white people and they ask them all these weird questions and just strange things and it's just the whole thing just feels not right yeah and and again going back to the, the- and one lady like feels them up really good like yeah. she's like, you're so strong Right, and he's taking it, and he even says, like, what the heck? something. He says something. And then he tells his friend Rod, and his ro- friend Rod says, sex slaves. Well, he, he when he calls Rod the next day after he notices He calls him that day during the party. He called him during the party. Did he, he went upstairs, him? and he had his phone plugged in because it was unplugged again, and he called him while it was charging, and his friend Rod told him sex slaves again. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he said about he said he was hypnotized by by Missy. Mm-hmm. And he says that's what they're doing. They're hypnotizing all the black people and using them as sex slaves. Yeah, his buddy Rod was definitely a funny character. Yeah, he was a good character. It wasn't like over the top. Um, it, I liked his addition to the to the to the yeah. movie. I thought it was funny. I didn't know he would have uh, 
such a such a good part speckled or you know kind of peppered throughout the movie right he would kind of come into it but um and then he had a he had a when like you said the the door was open the phone was un, unplugged and he and georgina happens to come yes. in the room yeah and she apologizes for unplugging his phone she said she was dusting and it accidentally came unplugged and and then like she's just like you can see like she it's like she wants to say something but she can't say it like she's trying to say something but she can't say it and then like a tear runs down her face and then she just apologizes again and leaves yeah but it's just messed up and he says crazy you know what though like her and walter reassure chris as well at different points when he when he talks with them that there's no reason for them to, to be upset or no reason for them to you know what i mean like yeah oh, kind of going overboard to be like look oh i'm happy doing this job i'm happy yeah. being here we're like a fan they treat us like yeah. family which they do yeah um well not then they don't but later they do right yeah. but yeah so we have this party with all these like really rich and awkward white people asking all these weird questions yeah like what's it like to be a black man in society yeah and so and then Chris is at the party and he's taking pictures. There's another black guy at the party, um, but he's dressed like an old white man. He looks like he's dressed like a white man from the 20s. Yeah, yeah. Like with the little the, the straw hat type yep. of thing. And and uh, he goes up and he says, hey, you know, it's nice to you know feel comfortable seeing another brother here or something like and that. And he's just like, oh, well, not does he. Not only is he like, oh, but it's the dude from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's the dude from the beginning of the movie. So he he talks to him a little bit, and again, and he's awkward. Yeah, he's, he's like a, he he's acting right. like an old white man. Yeah, he's not right. So you know, at this point, something really messed up is going on. Right, which you already know, yeah, but it's really know, like, it's, okay, here's the guy from the beginning of the movie clearly and he's um, and he's with like he's with like an older woman. older woman who's like 40 years older than him yeah she looks like she's like in her 60s or something yeah maybe. 70s maybe so you're thinking shit like now you're getting to like okay these people are like what are they doing like i'm at this point i'm thinking okay do they bring these black people here and then missy hypnotizes them and does something to alter their state of mind to where they're like submissive and, you know, obedient. And See, at this so, point, I already know what's going on. Okay. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Oh, I'm okay. thinking this old fucking cougar like paid to have for this, a sex slave for a sex slave. Well, yeah, I guess. But I just thinking just paid to have like a young man with her. Yeah. No, I figured out at this point that, they were doing something. I didn't know exactly what, but they were doing something. Oh, that something. sounds really... Oh, yeah, you just figured something out. They, figured, <laughs> they were doing something to put... Because everybody was old, so that they were doing something to put like people who were getting ready to die into these people they were stealing. Like I knew it was something, but I didn't know how. Yeah, I had... Like, I, but I was like, they're, they're somehow putting one person into a younger body. Yeah. See, Some I had sort of science fiction thing. I had no clue. I still was, was thinking that this was all about basically your, you know, mind altering hypnosis or something. And, and it was, I, I thought it was like some sort of club, 
you know what I yeah. mean, or group that that's well, what they it clearly did. Was, they gathered yeah. once a year and and you know um and chris seemed like he was up for auction he was up for auction and they were sizing him up and then they say we're gonna play bingo and then his girlfriend rose is like i'm no we're gonna take a walk and then they they bid on him because there's a big picture chris and they're bidding highest bidder gets him that was funny like there's a like yeah, there's a big like 16 by 20 yeah. picture of Chris. Yeah, actually probably bigger. Like this big portrait of Chris. Yeah, and the father's under a gazebo, and they have bingo cards. And they but do it silently. But they're doing a silent auction because they don't want Chris to hear them. So they bid on him, and the highest bidder gets Chris. So the highest bidder is this art gallery guy who he, Chris had talked to, who said. He was blind and he never had the eye. He didn't always, he wasn't always blind, but he didn't have the eye for photography like Chris because Chris is a photographer and that's who gets him, which makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, and we also see uh, after the auction and they come back, we, uh, I think before that, that's when I, I don't, I didn't look up the character's name, but basically the black guy in the beginning of the movie, who's now the 1920s, the roaring twenties guy. Oh yeah. I didn't, I don't know who that is. He kind of, he kind of, uh, loses his shit. Yeah. Oh, because, because Chris takes a picture of him and the flash makes him lose his shit for a minute. Right. Yeah. And he runs he says, at Chris and out, tells him to get, get out. out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when you're like, dude, you need to listen to him and get out. And he and he does. And he does. He, he, yeah. He tells because that's when then they go for a walk and he's telling Rose, Rose he wants to leave and she's like, OK, let's go. Right. Yeah. So they're going to make up a story of why they got to leave. They can't stick around and they go back to uh, pack up and shit. And uh, as they're coming down the stairs, the whole family's there. The whole family's waiting for him. Yeah. And she's trying to find her keys and she's like, I can't find my keys. I can't find my keys. And he's like catching on and he's like, why can't you find your keys? And then she's like, you know why I can't find my keys. And then he's like, oh, fuck. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And the brother knocks him out. Yeah. The brother wants to beat the shit out of him. Beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Because he's all fucking hyped up or whatever. He watches way too many UFC fights or something. Um, So he wants to beat on him. And uh, he wakes up because they, the, how do they? Oh, no, the mother does the teacup and he just. Yeah, that's right. He, the stirring of the teacup and he falls back basically into that place that we can't remember. The dark place or, or whatever. The little window place. Yeah, I can't remember what the hell it was called. And he wakes up. And he's strapped into his hands and his feet are strapped into like a recliner chair, leather chair. And there's a TV. An old TV. An old TV. And a video comes on and it's the grandfather who's no longer alive. Yeah. But there was some. Talking about an exclusive club and breakthroughs and yada, yada, yada. Right. And it's something to do with like a moth and, you know. Yeah. Transformation. Transformation and stuff like that. Yeah. And then Chris goes back to sleep and then. A TV comes up and it's the art dealer guy and he is like, I'm supposed to answer any questions you have. And basically it comes out that they're going to take Chris's brain out and put this guy's brain in, but leaving like a small portion of his brain because it's what controls all of his motor functions 
so he doesn't die and then his body will basically be controlled by this old rich white dude yeah his brain yeah yeah that's what that's what they're doing to him and they're talking through the tv like if he he tells chris like oh there's a microphone so it's not like he's in the room but um yeah so chris is like oh shit and then they do the thing again he passes out and yeah, then, that's funny. They, 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 there's, there's a tea on the TV. There's a teacup being stirred. Yeah, he <laughs> and he's like, not, oh no, he and he passes out. right out. Yeah, and then he wakes up, and I don't remember why he wakes up again, but he's like, he had picked the chair because it was like a nervous thing he did when he was a kid, and he looks down at the cotton that he's pulled out, and I, I knew. Did you figure that out too? That he was gonna put it in his ears? No. Oh, I was like, he's gonna put that in his ears. So he he does. He puts it in his ears. So then, the next time they do the teacup, he doesn't pass out. So then he's like waiting for his chance to escape. And right. then they go cut to the father. The father's cutting open the art dealer's head. Because, the, like you said in the beginning, the father's a neurosurgeon, yes. so he has a little staged surgery like a room. little state surgery room right he's gonna swap the brains yeah swapping brains like yep. it's like it's nothing and there's like candles lit for some reason which is weird it's I don't sexy sexy candles sex slaves sex you gotta slaves. have sexy That's atmosphere right. you need sexy sexy candles yeah um and a brother comes in to get him because the father had cut the old man's head open yeah he's pulling his brain out the brother comes in to get chris and uh, as Dick is unlatch unlatching the you know restraints, yeah, Chris Chris grabs uh, a bocce ball like there's a there's a freaking bocce yeah, ball. Yeah, because like, it's like there. a game room down there. It's like a ping pong table and bocce ball, which I don't know a bocce ball would be in the basement. And he smashes his head in. Yeah, he's on the floor bleeding. Yeah, that's good. Dead. He wasn't dead. Well, I'm leaving suspense, Nicole. Well, they've seen the movie if they're listening, Sean. Maybe not. Well. Okay. So you think he's dead. And and uh, Chris went out into the hall. And the father's out there looking for the, for, for the son, Dick, because he's taking too long. And that's... Jeremy the, Dick. Yeah, Jeremy Dick. And uh, in the room where, where Chris was um, restrained, there was a deer, a buck head on the yeah. wall. Yeah, so that's where the deer comes back into play. And he's staring at it and realizing that it's a weapon. Yeah, because <laughs> he he impales the father uh, with through the neck. Yeah, yeah. So he's just like, I'm like, all right, cool. This is yeah. awesome, man. This it's guy's like, just going to town. He's not holding back. He's like, fuck you. You tried to take my brain. I'm gonna kill you. Yep. And that's yeah. that's what he does. And he's a bloody mess. Yeah. And um, goes upstairs, and then he sees, the mom is there, and she sees the teacup. He sees the teacup, and he flings it. And then, um, well, it's kind of like that, that thing where like the good guy looks at the bad guy, the bad guy looks yeah. at him and then they look at the table in the middle of the room and there's a gun and they both mad, make a rat mad dash except for it's for a teacup for a teacup and he smashes the, the teacup tea and then she gets a butter knife or something or a letter. Opener. No, it was scissors. Scissors. Oh, she, yeah. And she goes to stab him. And he puts his hand up and they go right through his hand and they stay in his hand. Yeah. He's like Edward freaking scissor hands, hands for the rest of the yeah. movie and then she, he uses that to turn around and stab her in the neck right yeah yeah and then uh she's dead 
I don't even know if do they show it go in her neck or is it like a struggle and then he kind of like overpowers her. Well, you her? know, I don't think they show it. They just you just know that she's out of commission. But it was quick. So now you got the father or the son, the father and the mother all dead. The, f- the son, the father, and the Holy Ghost are all yeah. dead. <laughs> the dick, the, son, the the father, and uh, the mom all dead. The dick, dead. the neurosurgeon, and the um, hypnotist. The, the hippie hypnotist are all dead. Are all dead. So yeah. we think. And Rose is upstairs eating Cheerios. Yeah, or eat, eating, eating Fruit Loops, Fruit Loops with milk on with the milk side. and headphones on. Yeah, listening to I don't even remember what the hell was she, she was listening. listening to. It stuck out in my head at the time because I was like, that is interesting that she's listening to that. I but think it I, was some '80s song. Yeah, it was an '80s sitcom or something, an '80s movie maybe. I knew it. Yeah, I can't remember at the time, but I know it's '80s. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what the song was, but I know it was very familiar. It was an 80s tune. Um, and Chris is like just freaking covered in blood. Yeah, he looks like... Going through the house. Now, I'm expecting him to go upstairs. I, I'm i like, all right, he can't just leave. Like, this can't be the end. Well, like, yeah, I thought he'd want to get Rose because she betrayed him. Right, yeah. And you find out, oh, we forgot the part where the, that closet door that was open all the time... He finally looks in it before everything goes down, and there's all this box, and it's full of pictures of Rose with all these different black men and one black woman who happens to be Georgina. And Walter. And Walter, yeah. And Walter looked like a boyfriend picture, which and, makes sense why he was talking about And Georgina looked like her. a girlfriend picture. Yeah. Yeah. And right. I think Georgina's was act- actually opening the door because that little part of her brain that was still left was trying to warn him. Right. Yeah. Like there was some, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, what's funny too, like in the beginning of the movie, when Chris is concerned about the parents and everything and he's, you know, meet like, cause he even says like, did you tell him I'm black? And he's concerned. And he's like, well, you said like, I'm the first black person you ever dated, but first black man you ever dated. So now this confirms that she's lying. Yeah. She's dated like 10 of them. Right. Yeah. Um, and women too. And the other thing that we, we, because uh, I did mention that the deer was kind of a significant part of Chris's background because it was hit and it was in the woods dying. When they took their walk, Chris tells her, tells Rose that, um, he, you know, his mother was hit by a car. Yeah. And died when he was a young boy. His father had already died. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying not to burp. Um, and that when it happened, he was home alone and he never called the police or anything and found out later that his mother actually was hit, but was still alive and ended up dying alone. Right. If he would have told somebody that, that maybe uh, she would have lived. That maybe she would have lived. And he also told Missy this when she hypnotized him or, you know, he had offered this information as well. So that's why that played a part. And it also plays a part coming right up because he leaves the house he gets keys. Uh, well, he, first, um, Rose's brother, Dickhead, comes in and tries to do the rear, what is it called? The rear naked choke. The rear naked choke on him. And it starts to work. And then he gets him. He stabs a key into his knee. And then he just kicks the shit out of his head, right? No, Stomps his head. Wrong. What? Remember I said he left the scissors in his hand? He still had the fucking scissors in I his hand. I thought it was the key from the door. No. It was the scissors no, in because his hand? Because okay, I don't remember so this. Dick, I need to rewatch that. Listen, part. the dick gets listen. the dick gets behind him, 
The dick is behind him. He's, he's, he's getting <laughs> ready to penetrate. So the dick is behind him. And, and, <laughs> and Chris is trying to open the door. Yeah. And when he goes to reach for the handle and he goes to open it, the dick kicks the door closed and and then pulls him back into him <laughs> so against stupid. the wall. So yeah. they so they're against pulls the wall. Pulls it back into his groin yeah. and the wall. Um and he's got him in that, that rear naked choke. So Chris is thinking. So now he reaches for the door again because he knows when he gets the handle to open it he's that gonna Jeremy's going to kick the door. When he kicks the door, he slams his hand down that has the scissors ah, in, into his knee. God, he's walking around with scissors in his hand? Ouch. Because he has the keys because he takes the Jeremy's keys, keys yeah. to the car. Yeah. When he gets in the car. Does he take the scissors out of his hand then? He must, I think. They don't show him take the scissors. No, because because um, Jeremy falls in the room and you, you only see his legs and, and uh, Chris basically stomps, stomps, yeah. stomps him to death, goes in and gets in the car. And when he gets in the car, he notices on this passenger seat, this, the night this helmet. night helmet. So yeah. he, that's like, oh, it was him in the beginning yeah. of the movie, which, which we, we already, already know anyways. That, yeah. But it's just kind of like in case anybody Confirming. didn't really know, yeah. here it is, you know. Um, but um, and, and then it, he drives and he and he accidentally hits Georgina and that's when it comes into play about his mother because he's looking and he sees her and he's like I and then he goes and he gets her and puts yeah. her in the car and he even knows it's a bad idea he's like yeah. just fucking go just yeah. go just yeah. leave just go but he has to go back because he's got that guilt yeah and he goes back and it was a bad idea because she wakes up and then she says you destroyed my house. Or something like that. And that's when you realize, oh, she's the grandmother. Right. Well, because Rose comes out of the house. You know what happened, too? The house is on fire. Yeah, the house had caught on fire from those those from, mood from lights. sexy candles. Sexy candles. Wow. For sex slaves. Yeah. Yeah. The sex slave candles caught the house on fire. On fire. And that's when Rose came out. Fire. <laughs> with with a With like a rifle or something. And she says, Grandma. So yeah. she told us too, yeah. Because I'll be honest, at that point when she said that, I was like, "Oh, that's you know, that's the grandma, the grandmother." Yeah. And she wakes up in the car, and that's like you said, that's when that happens. And there's a struggle. They hit a tree. Yeah. Grandma's dead. Yeah. And Chris is getting out, and Rose, Rose is coming is after him, shooting him. him. Yeah, and then Grandpa comes, which is Walter. Walter. Yeah, Walter's grandpa. And he comes running and he's about to kill Chris and Chris flashes his camera in his face and it makes Walter's little part of brain left that was his original Which, which was actually Walter, not Grandpa's brain. Yeah. Controlling. And um, he shoots Rose instead. Well, he, yeah, but you, I mean, it's not that simple. He convinces Rose to... Give him the gun and let him finish. Okay, so... This is an audio podcast, but I have to let you know that my <laughs> wife just rolled her gosh damn eyes at me when I said that. I it just, was that simple. I thought, it, it, well, okay. He convinces Rose to let him do it, and then he shoots Rose in the stomach. Trickster. Yeah. He's trickery. He shoots Rose Magic in the stomach. Magic trickery. <sighs> right? Magic trickery? No, it was just convinced her. He shot her right where all... Fruit Loops would have been that she ate. Fruit Loops and milk. And milk, yeah. That would have been a mess. If the Fruit Loops and milk came out, it would have been cool. I think they did. I think there was one on the back of her. <laughs> There's a Fruit Loop on the back Because it blew right out through her back. Yeah. But of course, she's not dead. No, no. 
Well, because it hit her in the tummy. It wasn't like it was just her Fruit Loops and her milk. You you get shot in the stomach and it blows out your back. Well, you're not going to be dead. You'll bleed out. That's the thing. They always say if you give like a stomach wound, it's like the one to make them like make it last a long time. Like you can bleed them out that way. They don't you don't die right away. When you when you say that they say. Yeah, they say. Who's they? Like serial killers. Because I listen to a lot of serial killer podcasts. So that's serial killers. Were, were well, no, like if they no. want to torture someone, they like or movies too. Like you know, you do stomach wound because it's it makes it t- it takes a long time to die from it because you basically are bleeding out. Okay, it's not the same as like you know lungs or heart or something, which but would be upper body. Wouldn't you think that someone that just was shot in the stomach would be screaming on the ground well yeah but this is a movie sean okay movies they don't scream on the ground because if they screamed on the ground they wouldn't be able to say their lines well while she's on the ground not screaming the grandfather because she has his lines to say. <laughs> the grandfather turns to chris chris thinks he's gonna shoot him and then the grandfather basically Blows his head. well not the grandfather walter's brain we don't even know if that was his real name but walter yeah, yeah walter shoots, Blows, him, shoots yeah. his head off because yeah, because he's tired of living in the little dark square yeah and uh there's a there's now it's not a teacup in the middle of the room it's a fucking rifle yeah and you got Chris, who's just been in a car accident, so he's he's stabbed a in the hand, and... stabbed in the hand, and then you got Rose, who's been shot in the stomach, yeah, and they're both going for the gun, yeah, and he kicks Chris it away. Chris gets it first, and then he starts to strangle her. Yeah, but he still loves her because he couldn't do it. He did love her. He loved her, and he couldn't do it. Yeah, and then he stops, and then the police come. But it's not the police. No. You know who it is? It's Rod. It's Rod. Who is a TSA agent. Yeah. And he comes and he saves the day. Because he knew about the sex slaves. He knew about the sex slaves. And he, in the movie, he had actually gone to like the police. Yeah, he had done a bunch story. of stuff to try to help Chris. Yeah, and the police yeah. were just like, you're freaking off. crazy, yeah. dude. Get out of here. And... Uh, and yeah, he saves the day and they get, he gets, Chris gets in the car and that's it. They drive off with the sirens, the well, lights going. Well, he does say, and, I told you not to go in that house. Yeah. yeah. Rod was cool. Yeah, I liked he was him, a good man. character. He was, he was definitely funny. Yeah. Um, and I liked Chris. Well, you know, it was a good way to end because I was thinking when like he was killing all the people and I was like, even though you know this is what he needed to do. If the police came, you know that he would have been shot or he would have went to jail for murder. He never it never like justice wouldn't have been served. You know, that's what what have happened. So it was good that basically he got taken away from the situation. And then like the way everybody died, it could be all put on somebody else. Right. It could be put on like the guy who shot himself in the head. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I th- I just thought, oh shit, there's the police, and I'm thinking it's gonna be that cop from earlier. And he's in the gonna movie. shoot him, and that's how it's gonna end. Right, which would have been a good ending. Or too. he or he's gonna go to jail, and I'm thinking, well, that's probably. I mean, not that jail's a good thing. That's what you want to go to jail. But it's better but than your brain. Getting it's better cut than out your brain getting cut out and, and you're thrown just, in a garbage can. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, exactly. So, um, I have to say, I'm gonna point this out. Nicole didn't point it out, but. What? Generally, Nicole is really, really good. Oh, about no. f- about figuring out. I the- did figure it out, except for one little tiny thing. But otherwise, I figured it out. But it was a 
big tiny it was thing. not a big thing it was a minute detail okay so i lean over to nicole in the movie and i'm like whisper, whisper. i think this was when they were on their their walk yeah after um the incident we the see party. him voting for him right. or bidding on him and i lean over to nicole and i said i think rose is in on this and she says no i, think- I didn't say no i said maybe not Okay, I think what you said was no. No, maybe not. All right, so I think what you said was... Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe they just hypnotize her so she doesn't remember. Right, so that she does love these gentlemen and women, brings them home... The and then mom hypnotizes them. the memory out of her. Right. So, but and I, was, I like, was wrong. And I'm like, yeah, that's I was actually, wrong. That's actually pretty good. But when she said, when he's like, Rose, give me the keys. And she's like, you know, I can't give you the keys. All serious. I'm like, yes, I was right. Well, whatever. You were so smart. <laughs> but and I wasn't. And I'm glad that was, that was kind of cool. Although yours, your way would have been. No, it was better that way. It, it was. Because it, they couldn't hypnotize her that much. Why not? All I she don't has know. to do she... is put the spoon in the in the cup and boom. I just don't. I don't know. That way was better. All right. Well, um, but yeah, I thought it was a good movie. To be honest, I think I might have liked it more than Jane Doe. So this is your new favorite movie? This is probably my new favorite movie. And again, like I Jane Doe. I like Jane Doe better. Um, I think, I mean, Jane Doe obviously was more on a, Because on this a, was not really considered, for me, I do not consider this a horror movie. No, not at all. And when I looked it up. It is up, considered a horror movie online, though. They say horror movie. See, on the movie theater, when I when I was looking up the movie times and everything, we were finding out where we we're going to go, it said um, thriller slash suspense. Okay, yeah, and that's what I would categorize it as. It's definitely. definitely not a horror movie. And I like thriller slash suspense, but yeah. I do prefer a horror movie more. Right. So, um, but it was a good movie. I definitely would recommend it. And you I just were... want to add, um, we were originally going to do Cabin in the Woods because Sean has never seen it. And we're going to do it next week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We're going to do it next week because you need to see it. Because that is a horror movie. Horror comedy, but horror movie. Right. But I will say, too, this could be like some Back to the Future kind of shit. You may actually have already known that we were going to the movies to see this, depending on how the edit goes on the other show, too. That's true. So that's true, too. Yeah. So we don't know. And, what? well, in our last episode, we said we were going to see Cabin in the Woods, but we unexpectedly had a babysitter, so things changed. Yeah. And then the week after, I think what we're going to do is... Sean is going to pick the movie that scared him as a child, and I'm going to pick the movie that scared me as a child, and then we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we'll we're con- going to watch them and talk about it. And them. condense them into one... One episode. One one episode. Yeah, I think that will be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. Because, yeah. I mean, um, it's for me, it is kind of a cool thing. Like, I'm into, like, retro scene and retro movies and stuff like that, and I love... To have these like memories of movies, whether it's good or bad. Like there's a lot of movies I loved as a kid. I thought they were the best movies as a kid. And then I watch them and I'm like, my God, that movie is shit. You know, so it's cool to watch. Um, And and we've said Children of the Corn was like. Is one. that the one you're going to no, pick? No, I think we're going to go with Salem's Lot because there was yeah. a scene in Salem's Lot that I remember scared to Jesus out of me. I'm going to go do Trilogy of Terror because that was the first horror movie I remember watching ever. And I've I was never heard of really it. really young and it did creep me out, but I don't think 
it's going to creep me out now. But at the time, I remember it really bothered me. And I was young. Like, I feel like I was like eight or nine when I watched it with my parents. And so Trilogy of Terror is going to be my pick. All right. And you're going to do Salem's Lot. We'll do Salem's Lot. Yeah. Because I have watched Children of the Corn. Okay. Um, And it didn't. I was kind of like, although I wouldn't watch it by myself. Maybe the, we the should watch them by ourselves. No. In the dark. <laughs> I told that I'll fall asleep. Nah. Jesus Christ. How many episodes are we going to get into where you realize that the darkness is well, what, what scares Well, what will happen is I'll have a video camera on you with some sort of shocking device attached. So I'm going to watch you watch it. And then every time your eyes doze, I'm going to shock you. Okay, first of all, you wouldn't you don't have a camera, nor would you know how to do it remotely. I definitely could do all of those things. Oh. I would just Google it. You Google it? Yeah. Or you'd ask me to set it up for you. Yeah, I'd have you set it up. Watch for the me. dog while you're gone and really it's just to watch me in shock. No, I'd just be in the kitchen while you're in the living. You'd be like, Oh, you're gonna watch Children of the Corn or Salem's Lot here. Put this collar on. Yeah, yeah, dog collar. Yeah. Dude, I got it. <laughs> Okay, that's what we'll do. But um, so I would say it's a good movie. I'd recommend going to see it. I know you afterwards were like, yeah, I would say see it. But um, I thought it was very predictable. And it was, but it, I thought it, it was, was but it was entertaining and it was a good movie. So I definitely recommend it. Like, I didn't think there was any like real slow parts to it. No, mm, it did take a while to get things going, I thought. Thought so? Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it was But, good. you know, like, you could see it in the theater if you wanted to, but I, you could also wait till DVD. Yeah. I mean, if you watch the trailer, you know you kind of can figure, yeah. for the most part, what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, um, but, you know, I, I would recommend it. I thought it was a good movie. We were also considering going to see Life instead of this one. Right. Do you think that would have been better? Born um, horror movie-ish? Well, maybe... But the reason we didn't is because we both agreed it seemed very aliens-ish. Which I like aliens. Which I liked yeah. aliens, too. I thought it was a really good movie. But I wanted something different. And right. We, and we watched, like the other night, I think it was yesterday or the day before, we yeah. watched both trailers and you're like, which one do you want to go see? Like, which one do you think? would? And I said, you know what? They both look really good. This one looks a little bit different. Let's go see that one. So I don't regret not seeing. Um, and it was good. I mean, in that sense that it was like different than any really other movies I've seen. Like I haven't seen anything quite like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. And to be honest, I I just wasn't in the mood to like stare at what's it, Jake Gyllenhaal. And I was. I'm sure you were. And Ryan, Ryan and Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That would have been a good movie to go see. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Definitely uh, recommend going to see it or wait till it comes out on video or the cheap theaters or however you can go see it. Um, but yeah, so next episode will be our childhood scares episode. No, next episode is going to be Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin and then the woods. episode after that is going to be Childhood Scares. And that's and what we're going to name the episode. To yeah, Childhood, childhood scares. scares. I'm looking forward to Cabin in the Woods too, though. Yeah, I definitely really pumped like it up. that movie, yeah. So I hope it's not disappointing to you. Yeah. You know what? I don't care. I like it. Well, I'm the deciding factor of whether it's good or not. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. And if you can leave us an iTunes review, that'd be great. Or yeah. at least a star, like a five star or something like that. If you enjoy the show, if you uh, don't like it, then just unsubscribe. We don't need any review. 
Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can say that as well. And uh, all the other stuff, social media, there's links on our website, horrifiedchicken.com. You can go there, find the RSS feed, the link to iTunes if you just happen to stumble upon us, our Instagram uh, and our Facebook page. You can follow stuff there. And, and uh, Nicole likes to post a couple things uh, during the week, a little sometimes you know a little cue on what's coming up or or what's going on so um that's gonna end it so thanks for listening guys we'll talk to you later good night or good morning or good morning or good afternoon eh? good, good, whatever thanks for listening to the show if you would like to follow us on instagram or facebook you can find us at horrified chicken podcast if you have any movie suggestions, anything that might scare Sean really good, or you have feedback on the show, please email us at horrifiedchickenpodcast at gmail.com.